Hey there, my name is Mei Ling. I'm a certified life coach and trauma-trained practitioner and welcome to my podcast, Finding Freedom in the Hologram. Hello, friends. Welcome to Season 5. Oh my gosh, (laughs) it still feels a little bit surreal saying it out loud, but here we are. Now, quite a few of you have DM'd me on Instagram mentioning how you have found certain episodes truly useful, not just in your trading, but also in your everyday life, in dealing with your mindset, your thoughts, your behavior, just something like a light bulb moment even, right, that has impacted you in some way and benefited you. And I must say that those comments truly make my heart sing and thank you so much because This gives me feedback. It gives me the feedback that this podcast is useful. It gives me the feedback that, yes, let me brainstorm more topics for the next season because I don't make money out of this. (laughs) I don't get advertisements or sponsorships. It's just me thinking, if only I can help one person, this is all worth it. So thank you for your comments. I welcome them. And if there's any event where you feel like you don't quite understand a concept or you want more detail, please feel free to DM me on Instagram and I will answer you personally. Let's get on to this week's episode because we are talking about unmanaged mind equals unmanaged money. I'm going to start off with a quote by US trader Mark Minovini. Now, the reason why I'm saying that he's a U.S. trader is because here in Australia, there is a horse trainer by the same name (laughs) in Newcastle. And I just don't want anybody to mix the two up, although I doubt there's any danger of mixing them up. However, I do want to preface that just in case. Now, this is what Mark has to say about mindset and trading. He says... The road to success in the stock market is not a system or strategy. It's within you. And it will only be realized to the extent that you are able to control and direct your emotions as you encounter challenges of which I assure you there will be many. Now, this is not to say that systems and strategy aren't important because they are, but The point emphasized here is that the ultimate factor for trading success is you. What you do, how you act, how you go about implementing, whether you execute a trade, that determines whether you are successful. It's down to you. What about you that controls what you do, how you act, whether you implement or execute a trade? It is your brain, your thoughts. Your mind, that is your control center, (laughs) right? It's your brain and your thoughts that direct you to press that button, to enter the trade, to exit a trade, to realize a profit or loss. It's your brain. Now, think about this for a moment. The money in your bank account. So not just your trading account, but your actual bank account. Your bank account where you pay your bills, where you pay your rent or your mortgage. Think about how does the money get there? What do you credit for money coming into your bank account? What do you give credit for? How does money come to you right now? For most of you, automatically you'll say, hey, it is 
my salary that comes into my bank account. Maybe, you know, you have a side hustle. If you sell things on Amazon, you have an Etsy shop, you drive Uber, you rent your car. These things you go, yeah, that's how money comes into my bank account. And maybe also for some of you, it's your trading money, right? You transfer money from your trading account into your savings bank account. And you credit those things. You credit your salary. You credit your side hustles. You credit your trading. And you give those the credit for money coming into your account. However, it is not your salary. It is not your job. It is not your side hustle. It's not even your trading. What brings money into your account is your brain. Because it is your brain that you bring to work with you. (laughs) That does the job that gives your boss and HR reason to go, yeah, we're going to pay this person a paycheck. It is your brain that executes the trade that goes onto the trading platform for you to realize a profit or loss. It's your brain that does the side hustle, that makes the things on Amazon or Etsy, that drives the car for Uber, that delivers the food and Uber eats. It is your brain that controls all of these actions for you to create money. So your brain is the thing responsible for creating money in your life. So if you don't manage your mind, you don't manage your brain, your money will also go unmanaged. So let's switch things for a little bit here. Think about the best trading day that you've ever had, you've ever experienced. So when you go back into time and you think, oh, oh yeah, I remember that day. It was so sweet. And I want you to focus and think, what was the mental state like at that time for you? And also the setup or pattern of trading of that stock. And when you think about it, most likely you were very clear-headed and you were focused. And the setup and pattern for that particular ticker symbol was just so obvious that every cell of your body knew it. You had so much conviction, you're thinking to yourself, oh yeah, I'm making money on this trade. Now, ideally, this scenario is repeatable. So the holy grail for traders is that we want to replicate this again and again, where your mental state is clear and focused, and what you notice, your brain seeing on the trading platform screen, when you look at your chart, the candles, you look at the lines, Things are just screaming out at you. You're like, oh yeah, I just see this beautiful setup and pattern. I'm entering the trade now. This is what we want to replicate. And of course, we also want to replicate the follow through where you press the button, you've you've seen it. You've seen the signal that tells your brain, we are entering this trade because we believe that this is profitable. And you follow through. You press the buttons, you make your order and you exit when you're meant to exit to take your profits. We want to replicate this again and again, and this is how you build up your trading account. So this scenario has multiple factors. Because if you think about how do you replicate it, we need to think about what are the factors exactly involved here so that we can replicate it. It's like when you're cooking something, you're baking something, you think, what, is, what are the ingredients that I need to put this recipe together? And this is what you're thinking about for that perfect trading scenario when you see the trade the setup and you enter it and you make a profit these factors are number one 
self-awareness. You know what your strengths and weaknesses are as a trader. You know what your current patterns of thought and behavior are. And this requires you to have an honest look at yourself. And also awareness of external influences for you in particular. For example, I have some clients who really function very poorly if they hadn't had a good night's sleep before. I've got some clients who really need eight hours of solid sleep every night. And I've got some clients who suffer from insomnia and barely get two to three hours and they can still function pretty well. So you need to think about what influences your trading, your mental focus and capacity. Sleep is definitely a factor. And also what affects your mood. For some people, if they had an argument with their partner, with their kids, with a colleague or their boss at work, that can really affect their mood and they're in no way or shape or form ready for trading. Or if you're feeling unwell, maybe you have a stomach ulcer that's been bothering you, literally eating at you. Or you may have had a reaction, either a skin reaction, allergy or hay fever or a reaction to food. Another factor is also your personality, your trader type, so to speak. Do you tend to be risk-seeking or risk-averse? What is your identity and your self-image like? Do you think, hey, I'm a portfolio manager, I'm a CEO and I'm a good trader and I'm persistent, I'm committed to see success? Do you label yourself as, yes, I'm a committed person, I'm disciplined, or at least I'm willing to work at it and show up every day so that I will develop the discipline. So let's say if you label yourself as a night owl, so waking up in the morning might be difficult for you and preparing to trade might actually affect the way you trade. Or you say, I make my own schedule. Or I don't follow a schedule. I hate schedules. I don't want to feel restricted or constrained. This can affect your trading. If you think to yourself, I hate structure. I don't follow rules. I'm a rule breaker, right? These are labels that if you label yourself as a rule breaker, that you don't want to be constrained, that you are a free spirit, then finding a system and a structure of trading will be a little bit trickier for you. So you need to think about your brain and how your self-concept is, what your self-image is in terms of what you believe and how you behave. Because it is your behavior and your thoughts that actually executes the trade. So how you think about yourself, what you believe about yourself, what affects your mental state and focus and mood, all of these are the ingredients of whether or not you have success as a trader, of whether or not the souffle will turn out right. (laughs) When we talk about having an honest look at yourself, a lot of people feel that they have self-sabotaging patterns. Self-sabotaging behavior is really you wanting to feel better in the now, in the present, than actually doing something that benefits you in the long term. So a good example is around food. Somebody who says that, hey, I want to lose 20 pounds, or I want to lose a few inches because I can feel my jeans getting tighter, they have a long-term goal of losing this extra weight. However, if they've had a really bad day at work or they made a huge amount of loss during trading and the end of the day at dinner, they go, I'm just going to eat all this crap. I'm going to go to eat all this deep fried food and then I'm going to follow it by a towel of ice cream. And then I want to eat another bag of Doritos chips afterwards. And then I want to eat all this candy because I want to make myself feel better. 
you are choosing, you're making the conscious decision to actually choose to sabotage yourself for your long-term goals just because you want to feel better in the now. With my clients, I do an exercise that's pretty deep actually, where they've had to have an honest look at themselves and they record down what is it they believe they want to achieve. And yet, what are all these behaviors that actually seem to contradict, that seem to sabotage their goals, their their statements of what they want to achieve? Because this can be super revealing. And I can tell you right now that every behavior you have, you benefit from it because you wouldn't be doing it otherwise. There is always some sort of benefit for you performing a behavior. Otherwise, your brain will not allow you to do it. So even smoking. You smoke because you want to feel like you belong to a crowd. You know, if it's the cool crowd at work that always smokes outside and you take smoke breaks and you want to feel like you belong to that crowd. Peer pressure, right? That's a classic example. Or you just feel really stressed and you associate smoking a cigarette for you relaxing and de-stressing. Right, That is the association in your brain. So you believe that you get benefit. You go like, ah, finally, I've been craving a cigarette all this time because I've been so stressed. Like you associate that as to a mechanism, your coping mechanism for relieving stress. So you always get some sort of benefit from behavior, whether you label it good or bad, because otherwise your brain and your body will not allow you to do it. There is always a benefit. So I want you to dig down deep, have an honest look at yourself to find out what is it, what is the benefit that I'm getting with all these behaviors that seemingly sabotage myself, but actually there's something deeper in there. Now that is an exercise that can be pretty confrontational. So be prepared for my clients. We have one-on-one coaching, (laughs) so I'm there to support them in a guided manner. But you can also do this exercise yourself. But as I said, be prepared. Have an honest look at yourself, at your behaviors and ask yourself why without judgment. Because there's no use if you judge yourself or you criticize yourself because then your brain will try to protect you and you will tell yourself lies in order to feel safe. So no judgment. Now, the brain has two separate human mental processes for analyzing and solving problems. So this is another cool thing about the mind. And this is why you need to learn how to manage your mind. Because we have two systems. And the two systems are the X system. So what is the X system? It's responsible for your reflexive thoughts. It involves the very primitive areas of your brain. And it's very good at perceiving patterns and symmetry. So this is the part of your brain that knows how to look at charts and setups and ticker symbols and recognizes your buyers and sellers zones, your setups. This operates very quickly to solve common problems. So all your subconscious tasks, like after you learn how to ride a bike, after you learn how to drive a car, when you get into the car right now, you hop on a bike, you don't have to think very much. You just think about getting to your destination and what you're going to do once you get there. You don't really think about the task of how to get there because your brain has already mastered that task and it's already dipped down into your subconscious. And this part of your brain is also very good at multitasking. As I said, by the time you've developed the skill of learning how to drive and you've driven for some years, now your brain can go, oh yeah, I can drive and have a phone conversation at the same time. I can drive in the rain and have a phone conversation. You can multitask. 
So these separate processes don't actually interfere with one another in the reflexive X system part of your brain. So what are the regions? And okay, I'm going to nerd speak right now, so be warned. It involves the amygdala, the basal ganglia, your temporal cortex, and all these primitive areas of your brain are responsible for fight or flight, reward training, and identification of objects and behavior. And psychologically, this is very comfortable and easy for your brain because evolutionary history has depended on this system in order for mankind to survive up till now. So it feels so natural to us, right? A lot of things just feel like, oh yeah, this is what humans do. Now, the second system is called the C system. This is responsible for reflective processes, for higher reasoning. And you can actually solve complex problems with limited experience. So things that are new or novel, where you need more brain juice, this is where it comes from, from your reflective processes. You operate slowly. Like if you come across something in a puzzle that you've never come across before and your brain goes, whoa, I need to think about this, and you pause. So multitasking is actually difficult for you because this is not a task that you're familiar with and this is using your conscious brain, not your subconscious brain. The areas that you do use are called the prefrontal cortex, your anterior cingulate cortex, and your medial temporal lobe, the hippocampus where you store short-term memory into long-term memory. This part of your brain is like, oh, I need to have proof. I need to have numbers. I need to have data. I need to have the knowledge, right? In order to feel safe. Because you go, this is new. This is new territory for me. I'm not sure. It's not familiar. I don't know. How many of you have said to yourselves, I don't know this phrase? I always tell my clients, erase it from your vocabulary. Erase it from your brain. Delete it forever. Because deep down, you do know. Or at least you can attempt to make a reasonable guesstimate of a range or start in a direction. It's like, okay, I think I'm going to work in this direction and see where I'm going and I'll cost correct later. So this part of your brain is actually very psychologically uncomfortable and difficult because you have to be so aware and focused. There's no turning off here. So it's non-intuitive because it's totally new and you feel like, oh, I feel totally inept. It's like... If you are very good at playing tennis, for example, and all of a sudden your friends go, no, let's play soccer. And you're like, what? So on a tennis court, you feel like a pro. You feel so comfortable. You're like, oh yeah, I know what I'm doing. But all of a sudden you play soccer and you're just like, I have no idea what I'm doing. I kind of know the rules. I've watched it a few times, but what position am I again and what am I supposed to do? So this is very new. And you find that towards the end of the day, at the end of the game, your brain is probably exhausted because it has to be on all the time for you to know what you're doing because it feels so new and unfamiliar. This part of the brain also has a tendency to feel, I don't have enough information. I need to gather more information. I don't know enough because I'm feeling so uncomfortable. So because of this, you tend to do the opposite. You tend to consume too much information. For stock traders, we want to watch all the YouTube videos. We read the books of famous successful traders. We want to enroll in different courses. We want to go to YouTube and go, okay, there's this strategy. Let me follow all these hour-long videos. And I need to finish all the videos before I can even attempt trading on, on my SIM or in my live account. And this results in you feeling overwhelmed. It has backfired, basically, this attempt. 
Because in an attempt to feel better, you try to gather more information. But it's so much information that instead of helping you, it overwhelms you. And so it has backfired on you. And that is why people get analysis paralysis. There is a beautiful passage from a well-known book called As a Man Thinketh by James Allen. And in it, he says, A man will find that as he alters his thoughts towards things and other people, things and other people will alter towards him. Let a man radically alter his thoughts, and he will be astonished at the rapid transformation it will affect in the material conditions of his life. Men do not attract what they want, but that which they are. A man can only rise, conquer, and achieve by lifting up his thoughts. Which is why I say, an unmanaged mind equals unmanaged money. Because only when you manage your thoughts and your mindset, then the actions, the behavior become well-informed and you know what to do. Rather than running around like a headless chicken, hurrying, scurrying, worrying, you are more purposeful and intentional in your actions. You recognize patterns both in yourself and both on the charts and you know when to act or when not to act, when to restrain yourself and not enter a trade. Because being profitable is as much as entering a good trade as well as not entering a bad trade. (laughs) With your brain, you want to declutter your mind. You want to be aware of your patterns and A second thing that you should know, at least, is are you aware of the solutions? If you know that you tend to have certain physiological patterns or bad patterns or patterns of thought that tend to sabotage yourself, are you aware what solutions are out there that can help you? This is what I mean by decluttering your mind. And only then can you prioritize and your reticular activating system in your brain goes, okay, what are we going to pay attention to right now? Because we sometimes think it's a lack of time that we have, but actually it's a lack of attention. We don't know what we should prioritize. We don't know what are the right things to focus on. Because there's so many factors, right, as I mentioned, and each factor can affect individuals differently. Only once you declutter your mind and you know how to prioritize and pay attention, then your brain can learn the strategy, can learn to learn, develop consistency and discipline, and understand the concepts and the strategies and have ease of comprehension about all these in order to do what you need to do to experience the success in trading that you set out for yourself. So as a trader, if you have a high performance goal and you just care to get better, then you need to find and have a holistic system that looks at all of these factors that allows you and enables you to manage your mind, manage your emotions, manage your thoughts, and everything else will fall into place. I hope you found this episode useful, and I'll talk to you next week. Bye.